0: To American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. I want to start off this episode by thanking Kim Carter for having that discussion. Um, I think it's always worth noting that endless nurses throughout this entire time have had a very difficult time. The vast majority, unfortunately, are multiple jabbed and went along with the entire lie and were responsible for murdering countless people. Kim was not one of those people, and um, she's few and far between in the entire profession, and of course now has decided to go her own way, and thank God for it. So she will be back on in the future, I'm certain. With that said, what's gone on this week? Anything? Of course, just kidding around. Uh, Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to start off, first of all, with this fake Trump raid, and that's what I'm going to call it. This, ladies and gentlemen, was yet another litmus test that countless people failed. And it continues to show who's not paying attention, who has amnesia, apparently, and who isn't learning from the past. And it's remarkably disappointing. It just continues to be disappointing that people are not seeing through this and seeing what's really going on. Let me revisit arguably one of the most important times in our lifetime. And you can disagree all you'd like, that's fine. But to ignore facts and to ignore movements on all sides is to ignore our reality and what's really going on. And I'm not going to do that. We have to shine a light on the very important and very horrific things that are going on on a constant basis. That's, I think, the continuing point here. Of course, in November of 2017, October, late October of 2017, were the first few Q drops that started to take place. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but I will say this. I started to pay attention to those drops a little late in the game. I, was, I started to pay attention to them and came across them, I want to say, at the beginning of April of 2018, and then I went back and I read all the previous ones, and again, I thought, this is legit 100%. There are White Hats that are, that are working within the military and other agencies, and they are doing this to wake up the masses all over the world. What we witnessed over the course of those years, from 2017 all the way through the summer of 2018, where it became very public even in the mainstream, and then through 2020, anybody reading those drops, paying attention to those drops, and starting to think critically and multidimensionally about what was going on should be able to see this Trump quote-unquote raid for what it really was. What he probably did was just pick up the phone and call people to his house on purpose. It was an entire setup. We were told that this would happen in advance. We've been told in lots of different ways, in lots of hidden messages, and some of them have been right in front of our face all of the time. What bothers me is when people scoff at the... Letter Q, and the topic of Q drops. Where they just immediately dismiss it, and they go, "Well, I don't want to be known for that, and I don't want to be known for for Q drops and talking about Q and whatever else." These are the same people, ladies and gentlemen, that have profited from it. These are the same people who have made money and grifted off of that entire Q, Q movement, which was massive. And again, if you're unfamiliar with what it is, you need to go back and look at them and go back and watch some videos about what it's all about and what it was about and how it's still taking place. The operation is still operational. It's still going on. When this Trump raid from the FBI, quote unquote, took place and all the pelicans at the end of the dock, started to all make the same noise like they do on Gateway Pundit, on Gab, and all these other platforms, including those in the mainstream media like Fox News. This is an infringement on our rights. They went after Trump. I can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. We were told it was going to happen, but it's a script. They didn't really come after him. It wasn't really the FBI,
1: and if it was, it was a setup. The White Hats are in control of this, 100%. Not to mention, you also have all these individuals who, at first, and
0: throughout the entire Q movement, had a smirk on their face about it, We're profiting from it, but not mentioning it. Why? Because if you mention the Q drops on shows like InfoWars, without making fun of them, of course, because Alex Jones and InfoWars made fun of the Q drops. Now, why did that happen? Because Q went after Alex Jones. That's why. And made fun of him for where he got some of his money and XYZ. Steve Bannon's show, War Room. It's called War Room Pandemic. Think about that for a minute. There is no pandemic. And I don't have amnesia. So I'm going to revisit an issue that is of critical importance. And I remember the day, I'm sure you do. So let's jump in the time machine and go back in time. January 20th, 2021. The fake inauguration of the fake president, who is not the legal president of the United States, Joe Biden. I started watching Steve Bannon's war room after the 2020 election, because he was the only one covering how it was stolen, and it was fraudulent, and this isn't real, and something else is going on. Until the fake inauguration took place, and then Steve Bannon changed his tune. That was the day I stopped listening to Steve Bannon, because here's what Steve Bannon said on the war room pandemic on January 20th, 2021. And I'm paraphrasing. He was upset, like many of us were, because we were kind of sort of subliminally kind of hoping that military would arrest all of these people on that stage outside of the alleged Capitol um, on that day, at that moment. We were kind of watching it. We were all pointing out the anomalies that were taking place. A lot of us were communicating back and forth. I know I was having these conversations, I'll never forget it, with Dr. Robin McCutcheon. We were calling each other. We were texting each other. We were uh, emailing each other, rather, back and forth about what was really going on. Did you see this? Did you see this? This was messed up. Did you see this? We were doing that. In the backs of our heads, though, we were going, okay, now you can arrest them now. You can arrest all of them. We know it was fraudulent. But they didn't arrest them because we have to see all of this play out. The plan has to get worse here for people to wake up. And yes, that's part of the plan. Part of the plan has always been to destroy these government agencies and show people that they are out of control that they are criminal organizations and that they no longer need to exist because they never needed to exist in the first place because they didn't exist at the formation of our country. The FBI, the CIA, the ATF, the IRS, etc., etc. They don't have to exist. They don't have to be around. But on January 20th of 2021, Steve Bannon, like I said, changed his tune. He immediately went from, this is an illegal election, whatever. And then he got real upset. He started yelling because, again, he got high emotion, which means he's not thinking clearly, and he wasn't looking into the Q-drops clearly, and he wasn't mentioning it because the moment you mention it, again, people stop watching your show. They'd stop watching his show and go, Q-drops, what's that? And then they do their own research and think for themselves. See, Steve Bannon might have a role to play, but I'll get into that just briefly a little bit later, maybe. The fact is, is that when he changed his tune, he said the following. He said, again, I'm paraphrasing. He said, Joe Biden's our president. We just have to deal with it. We just have to deal with this. We have to... Criticize him when we have to criticize him. We have to pay attention to this administration, and we have to just stay on top of it, and he's our president, and that's just the way that it is. He gave up. Steve Bannon gave up. On January 20th of 2021, he quit because he didn't want to let people know, because he wasn't apparently looking into it like we were, that there's something else going on here. That people need to stop turning on their TVs and just believing what these other people say. This is continuing to be the problem that people aren't thinking for themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, he also has this thing behind him that always says "There there are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. That doesn't make any sense. There
1: are conspiracies, and there are no coincidences. That makes sense. So, here's the thing. You don't have to listen to my show. You don't
0: have to listen to this. You don't have to listen to me. I want everybody to think for themselves and then act accordingly. Make moves. Make counter moves. Do what you need to do to figure out what's really going on. Keeping in mind that maybe we're not supposed to figure out every single thing that's going on because we're not going to be able to. Some things aren't meant for us to know. But a lot of it we can figure out on our own if we just spend our own time doing that. That's why I don't listen to Steve Bannon. That's why I don't listen to talk radio. I hardly listen to infowars. Hardly. And I mean that. There are some good things that are said. I'm sh- I'm sure on all of these shows, on all of those platforms. But there's a lot where they just won't go, and they'll never admit they're wrong. I mean, rarely to never will they admit that they're wrong. If they're, if they're participating in some kind of a psychological operation that's messing with us, that's not a good thing. If they're working with white hats to slow roll this and expose it for the people who aren't awake yet, because there's a ton of people that are dead asleep, then that's not a bad thing either because at least they're still kind of waking up. But at face value, this Trump raid thing by the alleged FBI, it was done on purpose by the White Hats as a scripted event to help wake up the masses and get this back into the mainstream. It's an infringement on our rights. I can't believe they do that. Blah, blah, blah. You ask anybody what crime Donald Trump has committed, the answer is, is they don't know. They'll scream that he needs to go to jail, but they have nothing on him because he hasn't broken the law. It's a script to show hypocrisy. We're living through a military psychological operation run by white hats in my professional opinion, and I can see patterns. I'm formally trained to see them, But that doesn't make me any kind of an expert. It came about innately. I could innately recognize good and bad behavior when I was a child. I knew what it was the looks on people's faces, the way they dressed. If they're all dressing the same and they're all standing here and they all have the same looks on their faces, chances are those aren't good people. I'll stay away from them. All these people over here are saying the exact same thing without thinking for themselves. That's weird. Maybe I shouldn't hang out with them either. But of course, what do they do with us in school, in K-12 school? What do they do with people like us that think for ourselves and operate on our own individually? They call us loners. They make fun of us. They, they name call. Little sidebar, I can't remember how many times, the number's too high, when I would be walking down the hallways of elementary, middle school, and high school. And a teacher standing by their door would see me walking down the hallway with my backpack on, keeping in mind school is like prison, so I was always on alert for either getting hit or tripped or having something thrown at you or whatever it was. I was on alert, so when I'm walking down the hallway, I would have a serious look on my face because I didn't like the environment. I didn't want to be there. I didn't walk around with a smile on my face like a bumbling idiot. And school teachers would quite literally look at me, complete strangers, I might add. I didn't even have these teachers in many cases. But they would look at me and they'd say, stop looking so serious. And then they'd look at me and they'd go, you need to smile more. I can't tell you the rage that would fly through my veins when, when, when school teachers would do that. The reason I'm mentioning that is that their words and their actions prove that they don't know the environment that they work in and that they don't know what's going on. No different, again, with this Trump-FBI raid. The people in the media don't know what they're doing. They're being drug around on a leash. By white hats, and they don't even know it. Because they went from not mentioning it to all of a sudden now they're all parroting it. They're all saying it. They're all talking about it. Not to mention, too, and this is worth keeping track of the number of politicians that are blindly believing this at one dimension face value is astounding to me. And the number of people trying to grift off of the one dimensional view of it. Is astounding. Marjorie Taylor Greene has t shirts now for sale that say defund the FBI. I have news for Marjorie Taylor Greene. You don't defund the FBI. That's not how it works. That's not what this operation is about. This operation is about destroying permanently all of the three letter agencies. That's the point. JFK tried to do it, they killed him. His brother tried to do it. They
1: killed him. Reagan spoke about it a lot and they tried to kill him. They killed the Kennedys.
0: Reagan got away with it. But then, of course, Reagan took a back seat. And then Bush took over basically throughout the remainder of Reagan's presidency and that was the end of it. And then they went full bore. The NWO went full bore with all of their agencies and again the Patriot Act and the media apparatus, and, and you name it. They went as deep as they possibly could to trick as many people as humanly possible. It's not about defunding anything. And I've also heard this word, which drives me up the wall, reform. Listen to how many politicians use the word, we need to reform the FBI. These people are not your friends. The people that are using the words defund and reform are not your friends. They're not mine, anyway. I'm not going to tell you who your friends are. I take that back. You can decide that for yourself. They're not my friends. These are not people I agree with. You do not reform the FBI because that implies directly that you're keeping the FBI around. You're just going to make some changes. You're just going to change some personnel, and maybe they should have a little less funding, hence the word defund. That still implies that the FBI needs to remain. If the FBI remains, so does the CIA, the IRS, the ATF, the you know, NSA, so on and so forth. They don't need to
1: exist. I don't need to know every single thing that they're doing. It's irrelevant.
0: But the fear-mongering that goes on, and the lack of thought, and the lack of
1: pattern recognition, and the hypocrisy is astounding to me. These people, again, are not my friends. The, The people, again, that have
0: Punisher logos all over things that they own, and this, that, and the other, and in the same breath, they'll make fun of Q-drops, you wouldn't have a Punisher logo on something you owned if you weren't paying attention to Q-drops. Because before Q-drops, you didn't own any Punisher logos. So, the hypocrisy, again, at face value is astounding to me. We need to think one, more than one-dimensionally on everything. That's the point. It's about reaching a different level of consciousness. The Q drops were for a lot of people. There was also purposeful disinformation in there because the enemy was reading
1: those drops also. That's the point. That's the point. But to dismiss it is... is to dismiss
0: the importance and the American history of that and all of that is as dumb as dismissing anything else from our history of vital importance. And, uh, it, it, it you know, that bothers me. It just bothers me. Just the hypocrisy of the entire thing. Again, yeah, that's, that's my take on it. As soon as the Trump thing happened, I went, yep, Q said this would happen. In one way or another, the Q Drops clearly said that they were going to try to come after Trump, that they have to stir the normies as best they can, the White Hats have to, because there's too many of them, too many normies out there, too many people thinking one-dimensionally about everything, and again, every single time that something like this happens, I just think of pelicans at the end of the dock. I did a lot of fishing when I was younger going out on boats, and even fishing off of piers, and you name it. But the pelicans always gather when the fish are getting cleaned. And when everybody comes in and you're cleaning the fish, the pelicans always show up. They all look the same. They all say the same shit. They all have their their mouths up in the air, and they all want to taste. They're not thinking, though. They're not thinking that there's a fish in the water right behind them, and they might want to go get that by themselves and just think for themselves for a little while instead of following the crowd. Like I said with Uvalde, same thing. Look how many people bought that at face value. The so-called awake. The quote-unquote, I'm awake. I know what's going on. I'm a patriot. How could they kill all those kids?
1: (laughs) It didn't happen. It, It didn't happen. They're not awake yet. When you turn
0: on, again, Gateway Pundit, and every story is about the Trump raid, ladies and gentlemen, Gateway will only go so far. They think Ashley Babbitt's dead, for God's sakes. Has anybody seen a dead body of Ashley Babbitt yet? I haven't. I haven't seen one. I saw a woman not bleeding to death who allegedly got shot in the neck. By the way, I just saw another guy get shot in the neck not that long ago. It's uh, Active Self-Protection is a channel I'll watch every now and again on YouTube because it has to do with situational awareness, and if you watch this channel, you'll be carrying a gun on your on your hip in no time. But, a, but a, a cop gets out of his car and shoots a dude right in the neck. Dude's bleeding all over the place. He's bleeding all over the place. I thought Ashley Babbitt got shot in the neck. But then that story changed, and, well, she got shot in the chest, and no one was helping her while she was lying on the ground like that. Weird. Weird. And then we didn't see a body or a funeral, we just saw flower petals being thrown in the ocean. Weird. She's either a black hat or a white hat. She's either a part of the the bad guy operation or she's a part of the white hat operation. One of the two.
1: But she isn't dead. At least I don't think so, allegedly. That's That's my opinion. But regarding the Trump
0: raid, I formulated my... My thoughts and opinions on this immediately. And again, I have more to talk about here. I mean, I have jab-related stuff and education-related stuff too that I've got to get to. But I want to read these because these posts were written by other people on greatawakening.win, and I thought, yeah, these people are right. What's interesting is that posts like this don't get a lot of upvotes. Even on these awakening sites, quote-unquote, the real truth don't get a lot of upvotes. It's the memes, and it's the you know this is an infringement on our rights, and you know this, that, and the other. And then once all the dust settles, then they start going. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe we maybe we were t- you know too quick on the draw. The problem is is that these so called awake people are so quick on the draw all the time, all the time, and they aren't learning from their previous mistakes. But here's a good post summarizes it nicely. It says quote. I've grown increasingly amazed at the inability of so many to see trends that are so clear and obvious to us here. I'm definitely claiming any kind of superior intelligence. I was a st- uh, or they, I would assume they're saying I'm not definitely claiming, but whatever, typo. It says, I was a steady B minus student throughout all of college. I agree 100% with the statement, quote, I can't be smart enough for there to be so many people dumber than me, unquote. Then they said, I can't remember who said that. They continued and said, yet, we have been brought to a new understanding of our reality in the past two years. I'd go further back than that. Then they said that the vast majority of people get their beliefs and understanding of the truths based on what they are told, not by what they see. We have seen a number of mysterious vaccine deaths and injuries. Of course, the vaxxed have seen and experienced it even more. Instead of gaining an immediate sense of concern and suspicion, they just consider what they've seen around them as a coincidence or bad luck until they hear CNN say otherwise. I would even add Fox News to that and every other outlet. Every other one because the ones not talking about these bioweapon jabs ladies and gentlemen on a 24/7 basis are complicit in murder they continued they said quote the believe what you're told not what you see group tends to lean left but there is certainly no shortage of those on the right also just look at patriots.win they said how many q proofs convinced you q was real after seeing one q proof i thought whatever After two cue proofs, I thought, interesting. After seeing my third cue proof, I thought, wait a minute, is something going on here? I'm going to pay close attention from now on to determine if these are just coincidences or if POTUS and the military are nodding, yes, it is real. Yes, it is real. Sure enough, in a month of careful observation, I was 100% convinced it was real yet we all know other conservatives that have been exposed to dozens and dozens of q proofs and it never intrigues their interest in the least and how is this and then they said finally quote anyhow this is my rant for the day anyone else feel the same see that person gets it that person sees the trends sees the patterns among the so called awake who are hypocritical and not paying attention to the facts and learning From what they previously claimed to learn. It's as if they all have amnesia. And if someone is too scared to tell the truth because they're convinced that they're going to lose a vote or they're going to lose a dollar, ladies and gentlemen, these people are not my friends. People with that wavelength are not my friends. If a person is afraid to tell the truth because they're going to lose a vote or a dollar, that's not a good person. Now I know I'm gonna ruffle feathers with this one too, but Kari Lake from Arizona did the same thing. She jumped all over the Trump raid as a hundred percent real, and it's an infringement on our rights, and whatever. She may know otherwise. She may know that it was a military setup, and she may know that the White Hats are in charge, and that's all great. And she may have a role to play
1: in all of this. I don't know. But this keeping all the truth from From people, I
0: think is problematic. I understand that there has to be a rollout in a slow, you know, slower fashion rather than hitting people over the head with a mallet of truth. I get that, but again, it just makes them look like normies. It makes them look like they're 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 interpreting everything at face value, and that bothers me because they're tricking people by doing that, whether it's intended or not. Here's another post. Again, very similar wavelength. It said, "Quote." They titled it this. Okay, just a theory about the raid. They said, "Quote." Q said, "Trust Ray. What if the White House really didn't know? What if the raid was ordered by Trump on himself?" See, putting in evidence? Question mark. Playing some 4D chess, giving pretext and setting up a new precedent. What if Ray's whole role? was to expose the FBI by purposefully overplaying their hand. What if Ray was there to show the sheep the corruption of the FBI? What if there was to be a hero? What if he was to be there to be a hero by playing the bad guy? It would be a thankless role. I mean if the previous, I'm sorry, if the previews are over and the movie actually starts, what if the needed, what if they needed to engineer a casus belli to begin the storm? These are just thoughts, I don't necessarily believe them. I would love to hear your opinions to try to figure this out. Unquote. Yes, I agree. They have to manufacture particular things to wake people up. They have to they have to move, you know, on a chessboard you have to move pieces in particular spots to elicit a response from your enemy. What's interesting is what response have they elicited from the enemy? And the enemy, by the way, is on both sides, Republican and Democrat. So what have they, I mean, what's the response been? By the mainstream media, some of them who want Trump locked up have gone full bore in that direction. Some of them have even said, this, this is... You know, this sets an odd precedent. I don't know what they're looking for. This is beyond odd because they didn't raid all these other people's homes. So why him? Is there some crime and whatever else? It's created a fractioning on that entire side of the playing field, of the political spectrum, so to speak. That was part of it, too. Because the idea, again, is to get more people to recognize who the real enemies are. Keep in mind, the real heroes are not Republicans. Because they, too, decided to just pelican call and parrot what everybody else was saying. This is an infringement on our rights. We need to get rid of the FBI, blah, blah, blah. Why weren't they doing that beforehand?
1: Why weren't they doing that beforehand? Because even they are controlled. But when you make something
0: so public that everybody's talking about it, That's when the politicians finally start talking about something. Keeping in mind, they're still not talking about the bioweapon death shots. They're all holding their tongues on that one still. Now here is a response to that previous post that I just read. It says this, quote, Same concept. Mike Pence must do everything to make it look like Trump is disengaged and not involved with the military or government. Trump must appear separated from all that is going on in order for the plan to work. So Pence's role is to distance himself from Trump and buddy up with the rhinos. He did say there were some extensive military ops. He is playing his part. Everything is a PSYOP. I just cannot see Pence being a traitor unless it was on purpose and part of the plan. Also, when you are undercover, You have to be the bad guy in order to get the dirt on the bad guys. Remember, this is a sting operation, unquote. You know, I I see it clearly. I can see this clearly. With that said, it doesn't mean that things aren't going bad, that things aren't going to look bad or feel bad financially, emotionally, medically whatever avenue you want to pick, it doesn't mean that with one brushstroke, everything just gets fixed. There's chaos in the world right now and chaos in our country because we're at war right here on our own land. And now we see it. We see it. And so do so many other people. It just drives me up the wall when endless individuals see things one-dimensionally without thinking beyond that, and then they all just parrot and repeat what each other says. One more person, which is where you're going to get a little closer to the truth, certainly a good news aggregate, and I recommend the show if you're interested in tuning in once in a while, Um, and that's Dave on X-22 Report. Very optimistic, always has been, Patriots are in control that's you know how he ends and starts almost all of his shows very organized very well done he took the Trump raid to the logical steps except he didn't make one more move which he could have made and I didn't hear him make it cuz I wanted to hear what he said cuz I thought please don't tell me that that he's not seeing this for what it really is either but he is seeing it for what it really is the one the one thing he didn't say which i'll say is that the white hats were the ones who picked up the phone that the entire thing was purposely done because again we don't know what really went on in there we just saw some cherries and berries we saw some lights flashing you know we saw a couple of random photos some people protesting outside, and that was about it. We didn't see anything else. So what was really going on? Again, Donald Trump's the legal president of the United States. Why would he, why would he give the legality of the, of the office over to Joe Biden when he knew that the election was fraudulent? He wouldn't. He has the constitutional right to keep it. That's why he signed the Insurrection Act. I'd bet my right hand on that. That's why he walks around with those quote unquote nuclear football suitcases. He walks around with all of the Secret Service that he does. You don't see Joe Biden walking around with any of that, do you? Same thing with the military. Notice the military people around Joe Biden, they don't wear medals, they're not wearing any identifying things. Not so with President
1: Trump. To destroy the enemy from within isn't done overnight. Look how many
0: people still send their children to American K-12 schools.
1: After what's just happened over the last two years. Masking, gagging, shot taking, you name it. All of it. People are waking up, but they're not waking up when we want them to and with the speed that we would like.
0: Because if we all snapped our fingers at the exact same time and everybody woke up, every single corrupt apparatus would crumble to the ground. Unemployment would skyrocket. The cure for cancer would be revealed. Everything would happen in an instant. Only God can make that move. Only
1: God could snap his fingers and make that happen. So, there you go. That's my take on that. Before
0: I get into some jab-related things, well, you know what, I'll get into the jab-related stuff now. Just a couple of headlines here from this past week, too, uh, regarding jab-related stuff, and there's a bunch of it. Comes from the expose. I'm just I'm reading highlights here, so bear with me. And my apologies for not diving deep into these. Although I, I certainly could, it would just mean that this episode would be two hours long. Uh, it's titled "Expect Insurance Companies to Sue Vaccine Manufacturers to Cover Payouts for Explosion of Early Unexpected Mortality Claims." No doubt about it. The entire industry, insurance industry, is is going to be upended as a result of all of this in my professional opinion. Not the only one who who shares that opinion either. Uh, natural news this comes from natural news, desperate for help. in stunning reversal, Italy decides to allow unva- unvaccinated medical professionals to work. Yeah, because there's a massive shortage. massive shortage. You heard Kim Carter bring it up also. It's everywhere. It's in every news outlet, every news headline, but the mainstream won't touch it. They won't touch it. And if they do, they'll just say there's a shortage. Anyway, on to the next thing. They'll never bring up why there's a shortage. I have two quick stories for you. It's happened this past week. My parents told me these. Absolutely ridiculous. My parents, by the way, are, compl- if you're unfamiliar with these two wonderful individuals, uh, they're 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 pushing seventy four years old and they're both one hundred percent awake on everything, hundred percent unjabbed, gun toting individuals. My mom carries two revolvers. Somebody fucks with my mom, they're gonna get blown away. Uh, she walks into Kroger's. So we live here in the Midwest. That's that's the grocery store uh, allegedly owned by Masons and run by Masons. They are, uh, by the way, Kroger's is an abomination when it comes to pushing the jabs. She tells me that every five or 10 minutes or so over the PA system, they'll go from playing music at one steady volume, and then they'll change the volume to be a PSA on how everybody needs to get the shots and get your booster if you're eligible. And then that message goes away and then they're back to music. And then again, the propaganda line of everybody needs to get your booster. They play this over the PA system, not just in this Kroger's, but it has to be company wide. In almost every it has to be every single Kroger's. Has to be. So she tells me that. And then the next day my dad tells me that he's walking in there to get some cream for poison ivy and the, uh, he sit, he's sitting in the pharmacy section, which of course is where they're jabbing everybody to death, and a retired Miami University professor comes up. This guy weighs over 300 pounds, and he's in there to receive COVID jabs. Now, if he's in there now to receive COVID jabs, he's not in there for his first or second shot. This, this big boy is in there for his third or fourth I said to my dad, I said, did you tell him not to take it or else he'll die? My dad goes, nope. The determination on his face, there was no telling this guy anything. I went, okay. I mean, there's a lot of different trains of thought on that. I fully get it. Some people would want to scream and shout at him and grab him by the lapels and say, hey, look, stop taking these shots. You're going to die. And then other people, you know, just hang their head. and They're like, you know what? They don't know what they're doing, and no matter what I say, they're not going to change their mind. I see both sides of it, so I don't I don't judge my dad one way or another on that. I fully get it, and I know a lot of people listening to this would be like, whatever, you know, that old, <laughs> you know, that retired professor's, uh, he, he's made up his mind, and if he wants to get jabbed, well, then good riddance. I mean, I I see that point of view, too. I get it all. I, I see every angle of it. The very next day, my mom was in there, she said. And she caught all of this just by walking past the pharmacy. She was walking past the pharmacy, she said, and there was a guy in one of those motorized shopping carts, so he wasn't walking. And uh, she said something was wrong with his face. It was kind of drooped to the side or something. And he wasn't a big guy, but he was older. And uh, the pharmacist told him, uh mentioned when his birthday was asked him when his birthday was the guy was 75 years old and he was there for his fourth shot his second booster and was bragging about it like yep I'm eligible now it's time to get it so he's going to die too I mean Kroger's is still doing this these places
1: are still doing this people are still doing this They're still doing it. Blows me away. So those are those two stories. And by the
0: way, uh, this is another thing, too, about pattern recognition, which matters. I've never been a fan of when people say the phrase, anecdotal evidence. I don't like that. People aren't anecdotes, and what we hear from people aren't anecdotes. In particular, when you're catching it right on the spot like my mom did from that fourth jabbed person. That was real. That was a real thing. She didn't make that up. That was legit. That kind of stuff is not an anecdote. See, doctors will use anecdotal evidence because doctors aren't trained in qualitative reasoning and analysis like I am. Those are two separate fields. One's the medical field and they go, we just call these stories anecdotes." No, in my line of work, in my field, and in my reading, writing, and analysis, it is quite literally called qualitative reasoning and analysis. It's an actual course that you take in graduate school. Some people take it as undergraduates, but it's usually a doctorate level course that people take when they're conducting legit research. And sometimes they do it for their master's degrees too. I fully understand that, but you know. There you go. So when someone says whatever, that's just anecdotal evidence, or I have I have anecdotal evidence, stop calling it anecdotal evidence. It's just evidence. It's patterns. It's themes. It's codes. You're seeing and hearing what people are experiencing, and that matters. Because if enough of them are doing it, well, then that's a theme. And if that theme doesn't go away, that means a lot of people are doing it. Here's the next one. This comes from uh, AnonymousWire.com. Vaccine deaths outnumber COVID deaths in U.S. households. Two new polls confirm. So that pretty much sums up the whole thing, doesn't it? Vaccine deaths outnumber COVID deaths in U.S. households. Two new polls confirm. I want to play this clip. This was Steve Kirsch on Tucker Carlson's show when Brian Kilmeade, of all people, on Fox News was filling in. Now, to remind everybody just briefly, going back a couple of years, Brian Kilmeade is a a fearmonger like you wouldn't believe. Not a Trump supporter. Uh, He's a gatekeeper. He's not that bright. But he's on Fox and Friends in the morning on Fox News. He's been made fun of on Saturday Night Live and by countless other people and whatever else but the more you listen to this guy, the dumber he sounds. And you'll hear the gatekeeping, too. I wish you could see the look on his face in this clip, although I will throw this clip up on the war video on my BitChute channel, so you'll definitely be able to see it. But Steve Kirsch was invited on to talk about his experience with the shots, but more importantly because he's an ex-Democrat who has apparently left the party. Now, Steve Kirsch, as many of us know, has been re- is double-jabbed, allegedly injured from the jabs, and has been uh, writing and researching the truth about what's been going on with these jabs for quite some time. And I'm glad that he's been doing that. Um, but anyway, here's, here's, here's their clip. The part about this I like is that Steve Kirsch doesn't let Brian take it over right at the beginning, and uh, Kirsch gets right to the point.
2: Steve Kirsch is an entrepreneur, self made success story, and joins us now to explain his reasoning. Steve, when did the Democratic Party start going south with you? Well, when they violated my, my, my trust, Brian, um, you know, they told the, the agencies, the FDA, the CDC, the NIH said that these vaccines were safe and effective. And when I started seeing my friends die and be injured, and I started looking at the data, uh, there was no question that. This vaccine is the most dangerous vaccine ever created by man. It is a thousand times more deadly than the smallpox vaccine, and that's too unsafe for people to use. And I could not get even a single minute in front of any Democratic congressman. The best I got was that Rokana Khanna uh, gave me to a staff member who took two months to get back to me. And when I asked if she had read what I had sent her, she said, no, it disagreed with the CDC. So it's not right. And so I didn't really read it. So so that's as far as I ever got. But you didn't stop there. You did your own research. What did you find? What what, what did you find was effective? And what was the reaction when you put it out there? Well, what I found was uh, that hundreds of thousands of Americans have been killed by this vaccine and millions have been injured. And, you know, they're uh, clearly you you are more likely to be injured or dead from the vaccine than if you were unvaccinated. So what they're saying and what the reality is, is completely opposite. There is a conservative radio show commentator. uh, His name is Wayne Root. He had a wedding eight months ago and he had about half conservatives and and well half of his. They're all pretty much conservatives. okay. but half were vaccinated and half were not vaccinated. And he found that of the 100 people that were vaccinated, he had 26 people who were seriously injured, and he had seven people who died. And in the unvaccinated group, he had zero and zero. So, Steve, now, yeah, we don't know. That is statistically impossible right. if the vaccines are safe. Right, so we, don't, we can't verify those numbers. These are the numbers you you have. But in turn, the Democrats who you funded uh, exceedingly Kennedy won't even return your call, including your own congresswoman. But you said you really believe Senator Ron Johnson. That's somebody you fully support, who's in a a real fight to get six more years in Wisconsin. What about Ron Johnson? Now, Ron, Ron Johnson is the only person in Congress who cares at all about the millions of people who are vaccine injured. And my estimates are that there are tens of millions of vaccine injured in America. And members of Congress will meet with these people. But they meet with them, and 30 minutes later, they say, "Oh, you know." They look at their watch and say, "Got to go," and that's the end of it. Whereas Ron Johnson has been just very consistent about bringing the this problem right. to the attention of the American public.
0: Again, you got to see the look on Brian Kilmeade's face. He's look; his eyes get big, his eyebrows go up. He, his, he, you know, he gets wrinkles in his forehead. He's looking around. Um, not looking at the camera, he's looking off camera, as if to say, "Are we allowing this? Um, you know, does anybody want me to stop him from from saying what he's saying?" And then, of course, he gets in the one line by goes, "Well, you know, that's an you know basically saying that's an anecdotal story. We can't verify those numbers and whatever else." Brian Kilmeade's complicit in murder because he's been participating in this entire fraud because he works for a fraudulent news network.
1: He's responsible. See, these people, these are the people who aren't going to be able to sleep at night. And I, I
0: have, you know, part of me says, look, you know, they're brainwashed. They're brainwashed like, like some of us were and like a lot of us were for, for many, many years. You know, we were all born into this matrix, but th- they're very, very close to the matrix. They work for the matrix. And some of them, of course, like Laura Logan and a bunch of other people, have escaped the Matrix. And they know what's going on. But um, to see the looks on these people's faces when they start to find out that endless people are dead from these shots and it's only going to get worse, I'm telling you what, it's going to have to hit closer to home for them, for them to figure it out, I'm afraid. Here's another jab-related article title, again from Natural News. Texas biomed research linked to Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine testing site found to have blatantly fabricated published research data. Seems kind of important, doesn't it? (laughs) Good lord. Good lord. Every passing day. Every passing day this fraud is out in the open. But if it's not showing up on someone's Apple I you know Apple News app on their cell phone or Fox News isn't talking about it well then it must not be happening. We're all just conspiracy theorists. Well, yeah. We theorize about actual crimes. That's what we do and we're looking at a crime at face value. This is from the Free Thought Project. 600% more deaths reported in last 19 months than in the entire 32-year history of VAERS database. Jab-related, 100%. Okay, shifting gears here to education, and there's a lot of education stuff to bring up here. First of all, some good news, although it was bad initially, but better now. Uh, Another pedophile bites the dust. This comes from WBRZ2abc.com. After WBRC report on teacher's child porn arrest, school system admits employee was placed on leave. See? Trying to cover themselves. Uh, Let's see. Baton Rouge 23-year-old Brandon Short was arrested Tuesday at his apartment. Uh, child, he was the music teacher, child pornography. Give this recent uh, news report or local news report a listen.
1: Tonight, IV's Baton Rouge Parish School System telling us it is done talking about a teacher busted with child pornography. The
2: music teacher got swept up in a sting focused on a chat app. Investigators say his victims are the same ages as the kids he taught. is Fallon Brown with what else we're learning.
3: Michael Sylvia, school district bosses, appear to have been aware of the accusations against the teacher before his arrest, but told us they weren't talking about it. It hasn't been an easy start to the school year at Ryan Elementary. News breaking, 23-year-old Brandon Short, a band teacher, arrested as classes were resuming. Detectives say he used the app program KICK to message his underage victims. His username, Ohio916. We've received a large number of, of Kick cyber tips. Special Agent David Ferris with the Louisiana Bureau of Investigations says cases linking child predators to victims through the Kick messaging app are all too common. So, Kick is a mobile app that's designed for chatting. Um, there's a number of dangers that are involved in that. Though, essentially, you create an email address, a phone number, something of that nature that allows you to create an account on Kick. Um, from that point, you can begin exploring and meeting unknown individuals or people you do know. Short was arrested this week. The EVR school system seems to have known it was coming. He was put on leave Friday, a little over one year after he was hired into the school system. We asked to speak with the school district Wednesday, but a spokesperson told us they were too busy. Later saying in a statement... The arrest is a personnel and law enforcement matter. We will not comment any further on the matter other than previous information shared on employment status. The app at the center of the case. Also part of another one involving a teacher in an unrelated investigation. Detectives say Short had sexually explicit files of young girls with adult men. Short appeared in court today and is still in jail, according to the East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office. Fallon Brown, WBRZ News 2.
0: I have a faster solution to this that's less burdensome on the taxpayer. I'm sure we all have a faster solution to people like him that are less burdensome on the taxpayer, if you know what I'm saying. You know, you can't help but hear something like that and also say to yourself, what the hell's wrong with parents? I mean, yes, the pedophile, he should be put down. That goes without saying, but the parents. Why are you letting your children be on these social media platforms? I've never even heard of Kick. It seems nefarious already, does it not? These These small, obscure social media platforms. The cell phone is raising the child. The iPad is raising the child. They watch a YouTube video about a social platform, and then they find themselves on it. It's sort of its own form of parental negligence, in my opinion. I'm not saying it should be a crime. I'm just saying, you know... It's, uh, it's parental stupidity, giving your children smartphones, letting them get on apps. Engaged parents wouldn't have children doing this kind of thing. Engaged parents would be engaging their children in one-on-one conversation without electronics, playing outside games with their children. The problem is just always bigger. Than just the pedophile. Yes, they're of course the a massive problem. That again goes without saying. But uh wow, the parental negligence is astounding. And um, as even Kim Carter said, it's it's getting worse. The 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 mental and emotional toll that uh that the, the technological world is taking on the mind of, of America's youth and youth around the world is mind-boggling. Um, read another story just not that long ago. Again, I think it was on greatawakening.win. A, a kid killed himself in school with a knife. Cut himself in the, uh, in the throat with, with a knife, allegedly. By the time the teacher got there, the kid was already dead, had already cut himself, and I mean that was it. Um, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the 2022 23 school year, right at the beginning of the school year. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Here's another one comes from Breitbart. Again, more absurdity. Why are we, why are we sending why do children go to these environments? Blows me away. Fargo, North Dakota School Board cancels Pledge of Allegiance, ruling it does not align with their diversity code. The 72 vote came in rescission to a previous motion to begin their meetings with the pledge. They've been getting rid of the pledge in board meetings for a long time. They've been getting rid of, uh, The pledge at city council meetings for a long time because they're Marxists. They're Marxists. They just want everybody as miserable as they are. Again, that is that is their mission. That is their goal. That's what they seek to do. Speaking of that, this leads me to this final education story, and then I want to end on a on a positive note here with something else. Um little message from God, perhaps. But first, this is from the Clarkson Community Schools in Michigan. Jesse James from the Dangerous Info podcast tossed this my way. And this right here has to do with upcoming levies because, again, these schools are mismanaging money and losing it. And they're losing students, which means they're running out of money. And now they need to tax property owners in the local areas to make ends meet. This is from Clarkston.k12.mi.us, the 2022 bond, our kids, our community, our future. It says, quote, on November 8th, 2022, our community will vote on a school bond proposal. If approved by voters, this bond proposal would provide up to $197.5 million for the district-wide improvements with no tax rate increase to taxpayers over the current year debt mileage rate. That last portion of that last sentence matters because they're hiding it. Although it's not a very good job of hiding it, but they're hiding it. It says, with no tax increase to taxpayers over the current year debt mileage rate. What about next year? Oh, so we don't have to pay property taxes this year. Well, oh, that's nice. So is it all free to the taxpayers? No, no, no. No, you'll pay out the ass next year, and the year after that, and the year after that. It says this bond proposal was developed as part of a long-term master plan for district facilities. Buildings and sites were assessed to determine and prioritize a list of facility needs throughout the district. This bond proposal focuses on highest priority projects and concentrates on three key areas. Are you sitting down? Here it comes. Safety and security is number
1: one. Why would that be? Safety and security. Aging building systems. And a new junior high.
0: So here's what it says for all three of those things: safety and security. And for some reason, they picked, uh, they chose a picture of a girl staring at a fan. I, I don't get it. Are we trying to keep children away from fans? <laughs> are, are they trying to imply that they need uh, uh, ventilation? I, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, It says, Improving building air quality, providing air conditioning in classrooms, ADA upgrades, door hardware replacements, window blinds, building card access controls, additional generator circuits for life safety systems, and fire alarm system replacements. Sounds like that's more aging building systems than safety and security, but whatever. I mean, I get it, I guess. Uh, The next one, replace select roofing mechanical systems, doors, casework, flooring, clock systems, paving, and exterior building envelopes, along with technology devices and infrastructure. New Junior High, Clarkston Junior High School, was constructed over 60 years ago. Educational design has evolved over the decades, however, our classrooms have not. While the building has been well maintained, these classrooms have not seen major renovations in several years. The proposed new building would support collaborative and innovative teaching and learning styles to prepare students for success beyond the classroom. I know exactly what the inside of that new school would look like. There would be whiteboards on every wall and tables instead of individualized desks because we want students to sit next to each other for groupthink. We don't want them individually doing their own thing without, you know, peer pressure and being monitored by their peers and so on and so forth. I'm surprised they didn't reference Uvalde, Texas. More resource officers, more, uh, you know, more guns in the <laughs> more more guns in the hallways for our protection. A chain gun turret in the hallway, you know, just in case a fake shooting takes place. It blows me away. Don't vote for these. Let the schools burn to the ground. Don't vote for these levies. I'm telling you, don't do it. This is how you crumble the system. This is how you get these people out. This is, the, this is the best way to do it because this is going to happen on their watch. And all they're trying to do again is tax as many people as they possibly can for a failing system that they are maintaining. They're maintaining a failing system. Why would you give them money? Make sure patriots are there counting the votes too. And if you're anything like us here in Ohio, you're using Dominion machines, which means, you know, good luck. Good luck with all that. okay, ending on a more positive note here. I like this post. I put this on my gab uh earlier in the week. It's relevant it's 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 beyond relevant, and I like it, so I'm going to read it. Uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's titled quote: This was from someone else, not me. Uh, it says "Caught in three timelines: Master of None." Dream, on 8 7 It says, quote, Last night in a dream, I saw something like a newspaper, or maybe the page of a binder. There was an article with three sectional headers, in bold type, that had a single paragraph explanation under each. As I was looking at them, I heard, quote, caught in three timelines, master of none, unquote. I didn't remember what the headers said when I woke up, but I asked God about the dream. He told me this, quote, There are three things they are trying to make happen, war, famine, and pestilence. They have lost their plan, and they are throwing things at the wall to see what will stick to get their ultimate plan back on track. But nothing will stick. Know that I have taken over their plans. And that they will succeed in nothing. So when you see these things, do not be afraid. They will not be but a flash in the pan, there and gone as in a moment. They are caught in their own plans because I have trapped them there. In this, the whole world will see my glory. They are stumbling because of me and I made a public show of it to show the world what I am doing. Their accidents are not accidents. You will see others publicly stumbling as well, and by this I will expose those who are pulling the strings in the shadows. They will think nothing of it except to say, oh no. But when you see it, know that their time is at hand. These are the days of my glory not the days of their glory and even though and even those rather who don't know me will know that I am God the timelines they would bring forth to destroy mankind will disappear in a puff of smoke I am the master of time and all of them together cannot
1: resist me when their chains come off your neck you will know certainly that it is true. Unquote. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll catch you on Monday.
0: Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.